0: Hi there. Welcome to the Mentoring Club podcast. In this podcast series, you are listening to pairs of mentors who were put together randomly. They all joined the Mentoring Club to share their experiences and insights in one-on-one sessions. But now, with this podcast, we are widening our spectrum to allow more people to learn and grow. The topics and discussions you will be listening to are as diverse as these pairs. In case you want to know more or meet one of our mentors, visit Mentoring-Club.com. And now, lean back and enjoy the talk.
1: Welcome to the Mentoring Club podcast. Today we have Kasha and me, Anyo, on the show. But before we start, let us introduce ourselves. Kasha, do you want to start?
0: Uh, Of course. Hello everybody. I'm uh, Kasia. Uh, I lead a team of seven people in Nokia, where we support one of the Nokia biggest R&D centers. We focus on leadership development, performance consulting. We uh, support teams in competence development. And uh, I work in tech industry now, but in the past, I was working in many other industries. I was leading HR in e-commerce. I was working in one of the fiat factories or in the training company. So this is my background. How about you, Anya?
1: Yeah, I'm originally from the games industry, but I transitioned into community management or ecosystem management and um, more or less strategizing. And um, I worked for different companies like major corporates, small startups and scale ups or even totally off the tech industry in recruitment, but also tech recruitment where I was building communities. Um So if you want to connect with us online, you can find us at LinkedIn or just go to the Mentoring Club homepage and look for us there. And then you can connect or if you want to even book a session. Um, But now let's get into the whole thing. We wanted to talk a bit about how this current situation changed the way of how we work and changed our lives. So, Kasia, how did your life change due to the
0: pandemic? Mm-hmm. So so my uh, my situation is quite unique even for my company because for seven years I was working mainly uh, face-to-face with my team. I had a whole team uh, on site and I also had my customers on site. So, so quite a unique uh, situation and quite a challenge it was for me at the beginning to move everything uh, remotely. Uh, so for me... It is all about uh, remote work since April uh, this year, and I know that you have quite a different experience than me, Anya. How how does it look like uh, at your end? How your career looked like?
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, even though I worked with my teams often like directly, one thing I realized is that I had a remote part in every single job or almost every single job that I had in my in my life. Um, either I've been managed remotely or I managed a full team remotely, I built teams remotely, or I had some freelancers who worked remotely, but on a really close level, like day-to-day work with freelancers on remote level. And this is something that I think is really, really different from how you worked before the pandemic.
0: hmm Okay. Th- thanks for sharing. So, so, so quite a different experience than I have. And actually, with with this uh, this experience at this point, what excites you the most uh, in life right now?
1: I think what is really exciting to me right now is that um, it's kind of I only realized in this career how valuable the experience of working remote can be. Because for me, it was always normal, but now there's a lot of people that haven't experienced that before um that then have questions about how to do certain things and i like to help those people and this really excites me that this is kind of a new opportunity for me now to use this what was normal for me and make other lives i don't want to say better but help other people in with maybe their jobs and their challenges Mm
0: -hmm. what 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 is one of the most interesting things for me in remote work is how to make a team out of people uh, who work uh, from homes, from different countries, from different cities, or maybe from different uh, uh, homes. What will be your number one tip for, for t- team building?
1: I think for team building, it's really important if you're looking at offline teams, you you walk into the kitchen, you meet a colleague, you talk about private things, about sometimes small talk, let it be the weather, whatever. You have things to talk about and that connects you on an emotional level. And in my opinion, the team needs to be connected on an emotional level to really function as a team. So when you go remote, you don't really have those meetups in the kitchen anymore. And my number one tip number one tip would be you need to compensate for that. Isn't, What I like to do with my team is when we had, for example, all hands, but basically we did that in every single meeting, is that I planned in some extra time at the beginning. It was not like I told, told people, but I planned in some time to talk to them just about random stuff and not directly jump into the topic on planning the next quarter, planning the next move we wanted to make. Just give some room and let people talk. As a leader, you need to make sure people start talking so you kind of the guy that's getting it all started you probably need to ask the questions or start with telling something from your personal life but then people most of the time not everybody but people will join in and i think this is a way better version than going with like this i don't know five o'clock coffee meetings virtual coffee meetings because that is an extra meeting people need to attend and we have enough meetings anyways and also it feels you feel obligated to go. And if it's obligated, you're not as emotional, will not connect as emotionally as you would when you just talk while you're waiting for somebody who's late or while you're waiting to start with the actual meeting. And I think another really important thing is because I heard that uh, a lot is see the whole thing as a change process. It's not, it's not different than Implementing new technologies, it's it's basically just adopting to new things. If you look at AI, for example, a lot of people, I think, are afraid that AI might take their jobs. And maybe it will, but only if you not adopt to AI. If you adopt to AI and make it your friend, more or less, it will make your job easier because it can help you with the tasks you don't really like to do. And it's the same for remote. Once you give it a try, you will probably really like it. I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, but I'm pretty sure you like it. Uh, Or what would you say, what excites you the most at the moment?
0: I think what what you said resonates with me a lot. Uh, For me, the whole process of change that not only me is going through, but I think the whole globe is going through is very exciting and uh, very interesting uh, in my perspective. a week ago, I think I went to or I listened to a telecommunication conference when it was discussed that if this pandemic happened in 2000, only less than 1% of people could be working remotely. Now it's around 10% of people who are working remotely and it saved $300 million jobs so this is a lot and I'm one, is of, a lot, yes. one of the beneficial, beneficiary of, of this change and it is very exciting to me to to be part of this change to see the change to experience the change with, with other people so I would say for me the change uh, is uh, most exciting um, and challenging at times and so, talking about tech are there any kinds of technologies that help you in in the whole situation that are we are going through right now?
1: I think what definitely help or can help people is to set up proper communication channels. I mean, you said it yourself. You listened to a telecommunication co- um, conference. That means they is, did set up channels so people can listen, and um, you also, with your team, would need channels so you can talk and ex- exchange, and that. Yeah, everybody probably is used to using Slack, Teams, or something like it. But you also need to set it up in a way that it is easily accessible remotely. Maybe have it on your have it on your phone. Have it definitely open and running on your computer. Because I think there's nothing more annoying when the as when the team is remote and then somebody forgets to switch on their um, direct messaging tool and you cannot reach them. Then you need to call him or you need to write them an email and Well, that just takes time and this is time we definitely don't want to waste in terms of or because of you did not use the technology we have right now. And that's a bit off topic now, but using technology, which is new, kind of reminds me of a story from home where um, we moved and we had a new apartment and the kitchen is relatively small. And there's basically just one place where I can put the fridge, but we wanted to have like this special big fridge with like two doors and everything, shiny lights, nice food inside and so on. But there was a problem. The fridge only fitted like on the centimeter spot, but guess where the light switch was exactly in that spot. And uh, I was like, oh no, but I want this fridge. But then we came up with the idea to use technology to help us with the situation. We actually bought a voice assistant and smart lightning, so whenever we walk in the kitchen, we just need to tell the light to go on or to go off, and we don't need to use the light switch at all and um this is pretty cool, I think um this is really exciting in general about our technologies and it didn't only help us to be able to handle this pandemic, but it helps us with little things that are not related to pandemic at all every single day so um also it's like. I mean, of, of course, I use it with different things. Like I use use it to listen to music, for example. I mean, I like music a lot and it helps me um, to relax or it helps to get in a certain mood. And um, now I listen to music way more because I can just talk to our tech in the home and say like, okay, please play this and that kind of music. And that is great. I mean, this is a good place to be in. And it helps you also with your mental health. And um, what I do there, for example, as well, it's also not pandemic-related, but I think it's it's worth mentioning, um, is that I go to the gym. And I think this training helps me to ease my mind, either from stress at work, from stress at home, while being at home during lockdowns. Um, I, I went down to basically my room and exercised or i went to a private gym and exercised there with some weights and that really helped me to stay focused and then kind of get back into the whole day-to-day stress and working with technology (laughs) so for me the scenario we had here brought many new things that we could adapt to do two different ways: technology, gym, mental. Health, so basically, not directly gym because for me it's a gym, but for other people it might be other things. Do you have something, for example, you like to do to switch your mind off, or mm-hmm. what helps you?
0: Actually, mine is connected with technology because I I like mindfulness and yoga or meditation, but I sometimes lack this self discipline and I tend to forget about things and. I turn off all my apps on my telephone no reminders apart from this one remember to meditate so my my way to get uh, well get um, emotional relief is connected to technology it's my app that supports me with this habit of meditating and mindfulness
1: this is great I mean this really shows how we build. A scenario that that helped us to um, yeah be more relaxed and find a balance between technology and not te- not using technology because if you had I mean I can just imagine if you had an app going off or a reminder going on during your meditation that would really get you out of the flow and um, therefore sometimes it's important to switch that off as well that's true mm-hmm. um, but I, well actually it was me I went a bit off topic here. And we definitely want to talk a little bit about, yeah, what our dream scenario would be for after the pandemic. So we learned a lot, we had a lot of change. We are now fully remote and um, especially in your case, you haven't been remote at all before. So what would be your like ideal outcome for the whole situation from the things you learned? How would you mix your new way of working?
0: Mm -hmm. Very interesting question. For some years already, I'm a part of of Polish startup community and I support uh, Polish startups a lot, but not only Polish, of course. And from time to time... founders of startups come to the community and ask questions like what will be your perfect pitch or how to make arrange your mm, project management shall i use agile or kanban or waterfall is good enough for me and from time to time not too often uh, but it happens from time to time that they also ask i want to set up a remote uh, team and I need a tool that will support me to control those people. And when we talk about my dream scenario after their pandemic is that, uh, that we learn as leaders that we don't need to control our people. We learn how to trust them and we learn how to make them accountable for the outcome. Mm. So that would be uh, my dream scenario after the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I definitely see that. I mean, you don't need to control people if you control the outcome, because when people work and they are motivated, there will be outcome. And if they don't, you will see that in the outcome. I totally agree Mm -hmm. with you there. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. And I remember maybe not me but a lot of leaders were hesitant about that they were thinking maybe i'm not a good leader enough to 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 you know to be clear or maybe the people that i'm leading are not mature enough or experienced enough to ask for help or maybe to say something is wrong and i think as a as a generation of people who are now on the market we learned that it's not entirely true and we can work remotely as the same or even more effective when we are working online. And Anja. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you there.
0: No problem. So, So what are your takeaways from the situation? What did you learn?
1: So my takeaways, I think key takeaway, I think I went into it a little bit earlier was that, Sometimes you don't realize that your experience is something special or well, not special, but something of use because it's so normal to you. And the same goes for strength. If you have strength for you, it's not a strength because you have it. It's normal for you. And um, I think it's really, 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 exp- uh, really, really important that you realize that you definitely have some sort of superpower and you need to find it and make, Make sure that you work on it and and get even better at it. And if you can't find it on your own, maybe talk to somebody who can help you. We have great people for that in the Venture Club, by the way. Um, And same goes with experience. You have a lot of experience you might not even see as something valuable. But then, like for me, in this situation, I realized how valuable it can be. So document your experience. Document what you learned in a certain job. best is you have like some notebook some digital file that's up to you but definitely write down okay in this job i learned this and that and you could look at it from a way like what would help me to have known before i started this job what i know now because with every job you will gain experience and while gaining it it seems pretty simple it's pretty normal it's in, it's just happening but if you look at it afterwards and say, "Okay, this is what I learned or this is what I did, and now I know that and if I had known that before, that would really have helped me write that down somewhere and you will have a great journal of experience you made later on that you can use again and also after a while you will forget about those things or you will not remember this directly or not even have it on your radar while you may approach this problem you had before in a different job. And then you can always look into this journal and kind of go back in time, but relatively easily and use your experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for sharing.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. It was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah we are basically through with what we talk wanted to talk about even if we've been a bit quicker than we estimated um, so do you have anything like that you wanted to add to one of those points or maybe something you think is is really valuable from from the mentoring club maybe even? Mm-hmm.
0: i as a mentor for, for the mentoring club because I know that there are more than 200 of us. Uh, I learned a lot, and I think one of the things that are our- The dream scenario uh, after the pandemic is that our community will stay as it is and we will be able to support uh, our mentees but also learn as a mentors so i've been talking to people from all around the world a lot from berlin of course because this is where the community was started but also from the us india uh, australia as well and uh, I believe that they learned a lot from me, but also I learned a lot from from my mentees. And I think this is one of the special things about this current situation, because I I think a lot of us were busy before and we were doing things that we can do a lot. uh, Well, very good. And we didn't have enough time and focus to learn so for me uh one of the things that are very very beneficial cr- crucial and, and important is what i learned as a part of the community and uh, what i could teach others and learn from others and you yeah, that's you- great
1: i agree i totally agree because i think um i actually joined the mentoring club as a mentee even um mm-hmm. i mean i i know one of the founders from from a previous job of mine um and so i saw the idea relatively early and i was looking at the mentors and i I had this mentoring session with this one person and then another and this other person asked me about a reverse mentoring because i obviously was going into the experience i made and she had right now a problem with something where i could help her and so i said yeah of course we let's let's talk about it if you think that helps and i got I went to her afterwards and said, "Like, can you give me any feedback? Was that valuable for you?" And she 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 said, "Yes, of course." And I was that was the point where I then kind of decided, "Okay, I want to be a mentor too. And I think what's great about this situation is that I I played with the idea of joining as a mentor, but I was not sure if I could. And this situation kind of shows that. No matter no, no matter how experienced you think you are, there's people, always people that have less experience in your field. There might be way more experience in other fields, but you probably be able to help them with the experience you made. And I think that was one of the great um, learnings for me from being a mentee, but also becoming a mentor. And um, that, that was, was also a pretty nice thing about the mentoring club, I think.
0: I think that a lot resonates a lot with you, what you said was working on your strengths and getting to know your strengths because you said there will be always a person who is less experience, but also this is the way to recognize and appreciate your experience. We are working you know, every day, we are improving every day, but not often we have time to uh, think about it and uh, to reflect on that. And I think our different experiences also show uh, how career, in what direction that they could go and how much we can learn from each other.
1: Yeah, that's true, absolutely true. So uh, should we call it a night more or less and end this podcast here?
0: Uh, yes, I, I think so.
1: Cool. Then what I definitely want to mention is that is a series of podcasts where different mentors are mixed together. I think it was explained in the intro, but definitely if you like it, listen to the other podcasts and maybe even book a session with one of the mentors from the Mentor Club. It's 260 now, but um, you will... F- so not but... Because of that, you will definitely find somebody that can help you with whatever challenges you are facing right now. And, well, getting somebody with more experience is an easy way to overcome your challenges. So that are kind of my final words here.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much, Anya. It was a pleasure working with you.
1: Definitely. Thank you.